Hello, welcome to Cheese the Day. Because you want something fun and educational for your cat to listen to while you're at work all day. My name is Thomas. I'm the head cheesemonger at the Eureka Co-op. And I'm here with my fellow cheese nerd. Veronica, I'm the cheese head at the North Coast Co-op in Arcata. Excellent. Today is going to be an amazing episode. I can just feel it. This is going to be the good one. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about how to party like a cheesemonger. It's easier than you think. So easy. Let's starting out. Let's let's talk about the the frame of mind you have to be in. This is like kung fu level. You got to put yourself in the right state of mind to have a cheese party, like a cheesemonger. You want to have fun. Don't be afraid to be creative. Let go of your fear. Let go of your inhibitions. Be a little impulsive. Yeah. Let the cheese happen to you. <laughs> Don't be afraid to experience and live in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we literally do not have like a script or prepared notes. This is just going to be a conversation between two cheesemongers about parties. Parties we've been to. Parties yeah. we'd like to go to. Yeah. Parties we didn't get to go to but wish we'd been invited. Yeah. Parties we've had just with your partner at home because you, the other people that were supposed to come over didn't come over. So you have to have the cheese board yes. yourself. Yes. Yes. Those are great days when you have like 10 people's worth of cheese and a strong desire for it not to go to waste. Yeah. Those are great days. <laughs> those are good days. Oh, those are days I'm going to look back on my deathbed and be like, I lived a good life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And there's, of course, there's fancy extra things you can have be part of your cheese party. Yeah. Like a fondue pot. Fondue pot. A staple. A classic. Those are like James Bond era cheese parties. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> but, literally. But... Fondue. No one is going to say no to fondue. No. And, you know, you don't need necessarily to have the fondue pot with the little, you know, Bunsen burner underneath and a little candle and the little tiny forks, the fondue forks. If you have one that you picked up at a garage sale or or bought or was gifted, that's great. If you don't have a fondue set, you can make do with, like, a double boiler that you create out of a big pot and a little pot. Yeah. Or just a heavy-bottomed pot for yeah good, i don't always good heat distribution but the cheese you get is important the cheese you get is important gruyere should definitely be a, a component oh, yeah. of that in in france they would say oh you should have vacheron with that also but we don't I, we could probably get some vacheron but it's it's hard to procure yeah. and it's I've really expensive it i really want to yeah it's it's similar to gruyere Vacheron, all the pictures that I see of it, it looks like cheese sauce already. It's in a little wooden container. I think it's traditionally spruce wood. I might be making that up, but that sounds like Mm. part of the tradition. Not Um, the Vacheron I have Oh, not the Vacheron. I might be thinking of a different cheese. But Vacheron, the pictures that I've seen of it, the rind is slightly removed in all the pictures, so you can see that the inside is quite liquidy and just ripe and silky. I think you're thinking of another cheese. I, I might be thinking of another cheese. But... Or this is one of those times when I just back down because you're more experienced than I am, but I should have stuck to my guns. <laughs> but uh, fondue can be a fun component to a cheese party. Yes. Actually, your whole cheese party could just surround that one thing. Absolutely. I've definitely 
the the last cheese party I had before the lockdown started was just a few really good friends. Everybody brought drinks, so there were plenty of drinks to go around. And we just had a big cheese board next to a fire pit outside. We stayed out there until the sun went down, and it was dark, and there was no more cheese left, which took till like midnight. Right, but you yeah. that's the beauty of cheese boards. It was you amazing. keep circling around, you try some of this, yeah. you try some of that. You try things together that you normally wouldn't have, and I think that's part of the beauty of the cheese board. Yes. Because there's all kinds of stuff on there. And you you you're gonna try things together that nobody recommended to you, but you're gonna try anyway. Yeah. Definitely be creative, be experimental, do it for the love of cheese. There are some real wacky combinations out there, which I know we're going to get into some wacky combinations a little later. Yes. But starting out, another another good piece of advice, like a starting foundation, along with a mindset and like a general plan of what cheeses to buy, who you include, I think is really important. Because yeah. you want to be with people that are like-minded and love cheese. And maybe some cheese novices that you're introducing to wild cheese parties. <laughs> Wild and crazy. Wild, crazy cheese parties. Feral animals. Yeah. Yeah. Ideally, you want to have people go home from the party with, like, cheese, maybe, like, a piece of cheese in their pocket that they didn't know was there. Just, like, cheese right. is it permeating their experience at that point. Right. I say cheese in their pocket because that happens to me when I go home from work. <laughs> Sometimes I find cheese in my pocket, just like crumbles of blue cheese in my back pocket. I'm like, how did that get there? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've definitely found cheese curds in pockets yeah. before. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. You're in the cheese all day. And yeah. It just, it happens. That's going to become an expression. Oh, man, I'm in the cheese. Yeah. I've also found pasta in my pockets before <laughs> as well. Cooked um, or uncooked? Uncooked. Oh, good. I'm packing yeah, good. down pasta in the trays. Yeah. Just just curious. Yeah. So your cheese boards, they don't, for a cheese party, they don't have to be enormous. No. They you don't know, have to be. You're, you could do the whole get a small wheel of brie and maybe put some... You're going to wrap it in phyllo dough or puff pastry or something. Yes, the stuff you can get, like the little box roll of it from the freezer section. Yeah. You don't you don't have to make pastry to go around it. You can put a dab of uh, some jam in the center of that. Or you could like yeah. saute up some mushrooms or something. Put it in the center and put the brie on top of it and wrap it around with the pastry and then bake it in the oven. You've probably got something in your in your kitchen right now or in your pantry that would be great in a baked brie. You just don't know it yet. Yeah. I, w- I would say, like, uh, if you've got a little bit of jam and a couple of slices of bacon you can crumble up, you can yeah. have an amazing baked brie experience just off of that. I have I have a friend that occasionally, when she comes over, she likes to bring a wheel of brie and a, and a wood plank that's been soaked and then they put it on the barbecue. Oh. And it the the outside of the brie gets a it gets a little dry and a little crisp, but it's kind of like its own crust. Yeah. Like and that sort of seasons up, seizes up and hardens a little bit and keeps just the melty a brie smidgen. inside. Yeah, and the brie stays inside and yes. then they pull it off and the board's all hot and the brie is hot and then they put uh the Diane sweet heat pepper jelly. That is one of my favorite on the top 
and it like yeah. kind of softens and melts more and like oozes down the sides and that's wonderful. That I have to I have to highlight this. You're going to get a, a lot of like insider knowledge and a lot of cheese hacks, a lot of great party ideas in this episode. But that right there, Diane Sweet Heat, it's a spicy jelly. It's like a little sweet, plenty spicy. It's a local product. It's a great product. Yeah. And I don't think I've found a cheese that it's not good with. Yeah. There's probably some out there, but like anything creamy and fatty, that is just yeah. going to set it off and go oh. gangbusters. You with could it. also put soaked wood chips into your barbecue and get and a little smokiness. Going on. Oh, yes. If you have like applewood chips or. Yes. Yeah, cherry this chips. This friend of yours that does this? Mm hmm. Why, why am I not at these parties? Why, I, I want oh, to be at them. Uh. That's how cheese parties work, though. You want, <laughs> you want to be there. Yes. Everyone wants to be at the party that has a barbecued wheel of brie that's been gently smoked yeah. and smothered in sweet heat. And I've seen you could get a, a small. Humboldt fog wheel, yeah, and thinly slice the very top off of it, and sprinkle sugar all on that exposed paste yes. of cheese, and then put that on the barbecue until it or gets all gooey and melted. With a little torch, like it's yeah. creme brulee. Mm-hmm. See that that recipe is actually on Cypress Grove's website. You can find that on there. Oh, is it? How to yeah. make creme brulee. I think people were doing it already. Fog, fog brulee. Fog yes. brulee or truffle tremor brulee. Oh. Uh, I think people were already doing it. I'm not sure if they came up with it, but yeah. I know it's on their website now. That could be a cheese party in one single cheese. Yeah. Because, you know, you're going to have other food there, too. And there'll be bread and You can absolutely and... have an entire party with one cheese as the centerpiece. A special cheese done in a special way. Or even just, I mean, just the cheese you really enjoy. Yeah. And that can be the centerpiece, and you can bring people together, and you can all share that, and you will bond with those people over your love of that amazing food. <laughs> and they'll never forget it. They'll never forget it. And they might adopt it and do it themselves. Yeah. And then they'll come to us and ask, where do I get this cheese? Oh, my God, I went to this party. Yes. And they had, I don't know, sometimes all they can do is describe the cheese and what was going on with it. And then we get to do the fun detective work of asking oh, all those. That is a fun detective game. All those questions, the the interview that happens. Okay. Did you see the like label? This? What color was it? <laughs> yeah. Did it have wax? Yes. Um, and we've talked about, you know, oh, don't feel like you have to go big or go home. You know, it can be a small, just a single cheese on a board, a very humble cheese party experience. That doesn't make it, that doesn't mean it is any less. But you can also go all out just If you're like, having lots of people and you know they're really into the food yeah. and you don't want to do, like, I don't know, courses of things or, like, platefuls of things and just have it be, like, a snack-style party. Just put it all out at you once. Can make, you could make a big, huge board. I have a big, huge board specifically for that. I, ha- I bought a curly lumber, a curly maple lumber board. It's just intended to be turned into furniture or a guitar or something. And I bought it, oiled it up, and that thing, I don't know, it's like three square feet maybe of board <laughs> surface. You could fit a lot of cheese board on that thing. Yeah. It's great for potlucks. It's great just for having a yeah. feast. I, I like having people over and just loading that up with charcuterie and slices of bread, crackers, various cheeses. Whatever fruit. 
Yeah. Was fresh at the grocery store. Whatever looked good, basically. Or yeah. whatever I have, I have leftovers of from snacking previously. Like if I've got half a jar of olives in there, mm-hmm. I'll just dump those olives in there. I'll, yeah. I'll put some mustard on that board, honey, balsamic vinegar. Drizzle a little balsamic vinegar on your chev. Mm-hmm. Oh. Get creative. Get experimental. You will get practice. Cheese parties are a journey. And at the end of that journey is you being a cheese god that gets invited to all the most fashionable parties because you bring the cheese. (laughs) And if you need inspiration through pictures, of course, you can Google cheese boards and click on images and you will be overwhelmed with endless inspirational photos. I mentioned there are people that have made a career out of this. There's an Instagram influencer who is one of my personal heroes all she does is make cheese plates. She's bringing out a cookbook that's just cheese plates. Mm-hmm. And just just look up cheese plates on Instagram. You'll find her. I For some reason, I'm shying away from mentioning the account on purpose. But, like, that's mostly because I don't remember exactly how it's phrased. However, oh, they're beautiful cheese plates. And they're, some of them are simple and small and just, right. like, a couple of cheeses. And some of them are for large corporate events where they literally have a table It's a large wooden banquet table. Yeah. And they just say, screw the board. We're building this on the table itself. And it's just like an eight-foot-long table loaded with cheese, crackers, meats. Yes. There's flower arrangements that are part of the cheese board. (laughs) It is. It will inspire you. It will make you salivate. Mm -hmm. If If you're anything like me, you will go find some cheese that you can munch while you're looking at cheese boards. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, so we talked about fondue. That's that's an accessible thing. You can Google recipes for that. Uh, cheese. What else? You mentioned a few things that you wanted to bring up. We each have, I know, some fun cheese tools oh, available yes. to us. Yes. Well. And, sorry, go ahead. How about we take a quick break? Okay. We can uh, decide what tools we're going to talk about. All right. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll make our list of things we want to we want to bring to this. It'll be a tool off when we get back. Oh, yeah. a tool off. Okay. I'm just I'm just excited for some reason I want to make this competition. I don't know. But yeah, let's take a break. I'm really excited. Cheese the day is the official cheese cast of the North Coast Co-op. Your local member-owned and organic certified grocery store, where everyone is welcome. Now back to the cheese nerds. So we're back. We're back. Cheese tool off. Cheese tool off. Okay. A battle for the ages. Yes. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I, I backpedaled from that real hard because uh. Veronica's eyes are just steely and intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there are so many fun ways to prepare cheese, and there are lots of tools available to you to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, the first thing that I think comes to people's minds is various kinds of shredder, cheese shredding implements. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got like, oh, it's got the big holes and it's got the fine holes in one shredder. Yes. For the price of one cheese shredder. Greater. Uh, uh microplane? Microplanes are great. Yes. But branching out from that into much more specialized cheese tools, uh, my pride and joy of all of my cheese tool collection, 
I'm just going to start with the big guns. It's called a Girol. Uh, it's also known as a cheese curler. They're and wonderful. This, they're wonderful. This is a device. It's It's got a spike coming out of a, a cutting board, what looks like a cutting board, with a, a spike that you impale the cheese on. Anything starts with impaling is usually not great, but when it comes to cheese, it's pretty much always great. <laughs> you got skewers, you got your rolls. Impaled cheese is good. But this only works with... It only a, works with certain cheeses. A, a select few cheeses. Yes. Tete de Moin is, is the... I don't know. The Which intended. neither of us actually sell because it's expensive and hard to get. Yes. Um, yes. However, there is a much cheaper, much, I think, better workaround, Petite Basque. Oh, so If you have so a real Petite Basque. It, Petite Basque is a great cheese. It's uh, an impressive little cheese. It's a little miniature wheel. It's got a basket weave on the outside. Yes. Kind of like it's pretty. Manchego. It's pretty. It's a sheep's milk cheese. Yeah. It's a uh, shepherd's cheese. Yeah. From the Basque region. Of the Pyrenees, yeah. sort of on the border with Spain and France. Yes. Ours comes from, from France, but I believe the same thing is made across the border in Spain. Probably. Yeah. Maybe ever so slightly different, but... And the name yeah. Petite Basque. It's petite. It's, it's, it's a petite wheel. It's small, and it's made by the Basque yes. shepherds. Uh, it's, it's a delightful cheese, though. And once you've stuck it on this device... There's a blade that you can rotate across its surface with one of these tools. You can you you can Google it to it's maybe hard to picture, right. but just know that there is a machine that produces fine curls of cheese, kind and they of like look chocolate like flowers. Curls. Exactly. Yes, and they you come can off actually like carnations. You can actually put chocolate on there too. Yeah, but I think probably duty. I haven't done chocolate yet. Probably specific. Yeah, you want a specific texture of chocolate. The same company that will sell you a Girol cheese curler probably will give you a recipe for like how to make a chocolate block that'll curl beautifully. Oh yes. All anyway, of this information is available on the internet. Your Girol or cheese curler, if you find one, purchase one. I had them here in the Eureka store over the holidays, and I think I will again. Come see me starting around Thanksgiving, and you can get your own. Yes. And a wheel of Petit Basque to go with it. Yes. So, what else? And it will steal the party. It will. Oh, oh yeah. It's a showstopper. So, tell us. I oh. have a raclette grill. So, we were talking about raclette cheese a little while back. And this grill is specifically for melting and making bubbly and maybe crisp on the edge if you like that the raclette yes. cheese in little trays because there's a there's a granite top and right underneath the granite there's a heat element so you can cook I don't yeah. know, whatever vegetables charcuterie meats sausages, you can yes. cook things on top of that granite top and then underneath there's all these little slots for your trays of raclette that you can trace. They're, they're like little wedge-shaped frying pan-looking things. Yeah, almost. I've seen they, that. It's a beautiful device. Yeah, that thing is wonderful. And it's so like a whole snacking station. Boil up your potatoes and have little bowls of cornichon pickles and oh yes, and olives or whatever you want, and lots of bread. Make a big salad to go with it, and it's just a feast. And everyone kind of like oil fondue or just cheese fondue. Everyone is cooking up and or serving and making up however much they want of whatever they want. Yeah, it's like a it's kind of like a build your own omelet station at a buffet. 
Yeah. Like you've got all the ingredients laid out and you've got yeah. little individual cooking devices. The stars, the cheese. And, the stars, the and cheese. You're, you melt the cheese and then you dump cheese on whatever you want and yes. just eat gobs of cheese. Oh, yeah. That is the perfect party. <laughs> melty cheese provided and then you choose your own things to put the melty cheese on. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. Yes. One hundred, a thousand times yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, fun cheese tools. You can make your cheese party simple and great or extravagant and great. Either yeah. way, you could even request that your guests each bring a different cheese. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could assemble the board together if you like. You could make it a fun game. And it doesn't have to be perfectly curated pairings all over the board. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. You can get creative. You could do crazy things like you could put Rice Krispie treats on your cheese board. <laughs> this is a cheese pairing that we mentioned in an earlier episode that we wanted to try. Yes. And I'm excited to say that we're about to try it live on air. Yes. We have Rice Krispie treats. I intended to make some for this trial myself, but I just haven't had time. So I've got Rice Krispie Treats and Cypress Grove Purple Haze Chef. Cypress Grove Purple Haze Chef. A beautiful chef. Like, super highbrow, super fancy sounding. And then you've got Rice Krispie Treats from the gas station. Yeah. Yeah. Rice Krispie Treats from the gas station versus uh, an artisanal chev with lavender and fennel pollen. <laughs> you ready, Thomas? A match made in heaven. All right. So I have my Rice Krispie Treat right now in the end of the episode. Oh. Mm. It sounds like a Rice Krispie Treat. <laughs> it is a Rice Krispie Treat. ASMR. <laughs> Little Rice Krispie mm. ASMR. Exactly. Oh. That was great. Is it? All mm-hmm. right. All right. Putting it in my mouth right now. Mm. I need more. Holy <laughs> shit, that's good. <laughs> it's everything you love about Rice Krispie Treats. It's that tender crispiness oh and the, the sweet butteriness of the marshmallow. What with even the, like, is a little that? bit of salt in there and then the chev. That oh. flavor, the, the like... It accentuates all the yeah. best parts of the chev. They really complement each other really well. The tanginess from the chev with those marshmallows, not something I would have thought to do. But so good. This would be a great pairing if you have a Halloween party or mm. something like that. I don't know why Rice Krispie Treats make me think of Halloween, but... Because you led a good life up till now. Mm. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I recommend gonna, you try this. These are not hard things to come by, and since Cypress Grove has these handy little one-ounce sizes. 1.5 ounce. Is it 1.5? I think so. That's what my order form says. If not, I need to update my order form. I need to update my order form. It's a one-ounce perfect (laughs) serving of Purple Haze Chev. It is one ounce. You can adjust your ratio of Rice Krispie Treat treat to Chev. Yeah, I've just got a little butter knife here. I'm spreading Chev on a Rice Krispie Treat as if the Rice Krispie Treat was like a bagel or a gluten-free cracker. Right. Something healthier than a Rice Krispie Treat. This is great. I highly recommend this. This is so good. Well, with that, I want to dig into this and not gum Uh, up this with a whole bunch of 
yeah. chewing, grunting, happy noises. This is about to become <laughs> less pretty. <laughs> so I think that concludes today's episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this. If you're interested in the cheese featured in the show, come visit our cheese department at either of our stores located at 811 I Street in Arcata and 25 4th Street in Eureka. Please follow North Coast Co-op on Facebook and Instagram or visit us at northcoast.coop. That's C-O-O-P. If you want more cheese content and would like to subscribe to our email list, please visit northcoast.coop slash cheese.php. 